So is it official? Are we on the air? Well, that's what it says. There's the red light. I guess we are alive. Okay. Well, this for the first time ever in the history of histories, um, the hotbox is coming live to you from Gauteng province, Johannesburg, South Africa. It's taken quite a long time, hasn't it? Yes, indeed. It's taken yes, ages. Indeed. The story of this little room here is um, a few months ago, we were going to set this up because we were going to broadcast the trial of the plant highlights from here. And as you know, if you were following the trial of the plant, we didn't get exactly the rights that we wanted. We got it out to the general public, but we had to use the SABC and we weren't allowed to do anything in post. So we're doing it now. And um, we've got some guests. This is the guest couch. Um, we've already had supporters in Nisley complaining about the state of the couch. This couch <laughs> has been um, in many rooms on this property. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we're just blatantly peddling our words. Anyway, what we thought we'd do is just um, bring everybody up to date in a very informal atmosphere for about an hour or so, live on YouTube. So welcome to the Hotbox. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Then we should have some intro music. <laughs> just not reggae. Not reggae. Not reggae. Please. Not Ethan Mouse, no. Um, so we, yeah, we need to create a sting. Maybe, what could we make as the sting? An acapella of... It's from the bong. Maybe our, one of our viewers. That's what it could be. That's you know, maybe that's what it could be. A close mic bong hits. Oh. And just bubbles. Oh. That could be the... In E minor. <laughs> Cypress Hill style. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll evolve as we go along. Uh, this is really going to be up to you to tell us what you want, what you like, what you don't like. What you um, want to hear. Yeah. What, what you want to hear. Well, what, I mean, you want, what you want us to talk about, I guess. Well, look, on the tip of everybody's tongue is this crazy trial that we got involved in. And it's been quite an eye-opener as to how the judiciary works for all of us for the last few weeks. So we're just coming off the back of that. And um, we're just trying to regroup a little bit and figure out um, how to attack it next. Because we're all a bit stunned with the amount of venom that there was from the state. It was pretty crazy in cross-examination. Um, David Nutt spent 42 hours in cross-examination. And therein lie, lay our problem, because we, we knew as soon as, even uh, Ad, um, Abrams, who we didn't get on in the end, if we put him on the stand right at the very beginning, they would have taken him 10 days. They would have just gone on and on and on and on. And we saw very early on what their modus operandi was. So um, at least we got some very serious testimony online. You, you saw most of that testimony. You were there. You were yeah, in court. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should hear from you most. I think it was a long slog in the hard seats there. So yeah. uh, what was your impression, Alex? You know, um, it was tough. It was tough, certainly on myself and everyone else around me. Um, just having to listen to the advocates bang on about the same stuff and to try and delay with every opportunity they could find. Um, yo, it wore us out. So by the time the end of the um, court adjourned, we were all just totally Quite exhausted. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then we had all those nutcases outside, um, just getting in our faces all the time. And uh, that was quite difficult because it was uh, quite a rough... Intimidating. Yeah, it was quite intimidating out there at times. It, did, it was. There was a bit of gang warfare going on. But um, as soon as they realised they were in the public eye, it toned it, so it toned down a bit. But nevertheless, you know, there's a guy, there's an eminent uh, neuropsychopharmacologist. 
on the stand saying, you need to take bucket loads of this stove, stuff to die. And there's half a dozen banners outside that say Dachau kills. So that's as polarized as the whole thing could possibly be. Yeah. Yeah, you're never going to change their minds. But they were in our face a bit. And even in court, a lot of staring going on in court, a lot of weird stuff going on in the background of those guys. It was a bit of, I felt, psychological warfare as well. It wasn't, it was attrition on all levels. And Charles even found a Pokemon outside the court that looked as if it had five Dachau leaves coming out the top of his head. So we even got a, we even got a Dachau leaf Pokemon to the front of the court. So you know, it's it's multi-layered this attack. What do you guys think about the Department of Social Development? Because in the news they kept flip-flopping, saying that they were sponsoring protesters, not, but their names were on the shirts. Mm-hmm. I think mm. that's pretty obvious. I don't know. Does it feel like it maybe definitely, we're objective? definitely sponsored by some some department? I mean. They had hand-painted signs on the outside, but then budgets to have shirts printed. I think so. they wheedled their way out of it because they said that they paid for transport and T-shirts, but they hadn't paid the protesters. We were, so everyone was suggesting that these guys were being paid by someone to be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was subsistence stuff and they were just getting lunch or something or other, and they weren't actually getting any money. So that was how they wriggled out of it. But... Um, Schindler's took uh, took it up with the uh, Minister of Social Development because she came on to 702 and said that the Dhaka couple are only doing this to make millions out of cannabis so they can sell it to school children, unquote. And that's on a podcast on the 702 site, which is a bit disturbing. Anyway, we've had this kind of serious attrition. Oh, for, for long, for, uh, Doctors for Life have been our, in our skin for six years. But for the last three weeks, I had to sit two meters from them, and it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> got to stop the clock quick. Is it 4.20 p.m.? 4.20? I don't know. It's got to be close, it guys. Could, well, 4.21. <laughs> well, if it is, he has one for Doctors for Life, guys. <laughs> nice. Wow. A virgin, a virgin sidecar. Yeah. <coughs> With an e-nail at 710. <coughs> wink, 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 <laughs> and that was a um, a green crack, I think. <coughs> so that means I won't stop talking for about three hours now. Yes, now you're gonna dig up your grandma and rapo, dude. <laughs> According yeah, to that was guys, that. <laughs> that was kind of crazy. We actually um, we you were, front we were, row, dude. You also you took the footage. You took the footage. I had a bit of a problem figuring out what to do. I actually sent that to Cannabis News Network in Amsterdam to see if they wanted to put it into their big picture. They didn't actually use it in the end because it was quite an out there line of quest. <laughs> <laughs> it was. We should put it up. In retrospect, we should put it up because, you know, on the very first day, the, the anti-cannabis lobby claimed that Kids smoke so much of it, they even go home and rape their mothers because they're hallucinating on Dachau. And I just don't buy that as a concept as well. So there was a reporter there that um, was asking folk who had been addicted addicted to cannabis whether um, how many times they'd um, slept with their mothers. And it got the reaction it deserved. (laughs) Yeah, you poked the bait. Yeah, it's been an interesting take. It's, It's been cathartic. It would be nice to get closure, I think. On the whole affair. Oh, but you God. know, it's like so many things in life together. now. It's just one season. It's going to be a second, bigger, even you know, better one. Absolutely. We, um, I look forward to it. We were told before that if you got it down on paper, 
that we've got experts and they've got experts, 19 court days was always going to be, if everyone really moved along, it was still going to be a tough one. Because remember, these guys were adding uh, witnesses as they went along. They only had two at the beginning and now they've got like six or something. And they just kept hitting us with a CV and paperwork and stuff. And, you know, even the parting um, uh, uh, dinner that we had with the nuts on the Thursday night, the night, he, the night before he was about to leave, his last day of testimony, he, um, he got an email from Schindler's at half past nine at night with another bundle of 280 pages. Within, you know, now now he's going on the stand in less than 12 hours, or he's going on the stand in 12 hours, and they just it's almost as if they in 12 hours or something. Yeah, I oh, couldn't keep up with it, but we've learned lots of things. Eh? I think credit where it's due, though, we all read about guys like Nat and Nat online, and to see the man in action, a great mind. Eh? Oh, you, you, there, you were there to yeah. witness it. Oh, he's one of my personal heroes, Professor Nat. Jeez, I thought he was. Uh, he was on fire all the way through, and he gave back ten times what he was given. And the beauty is, it's all on camera. Yeah. So everybody oh, in the world can see how governments flounder when it comes to the intellectual argument of just cannabis, weed, alcohol, booze, tobacco. Very yeah. interesting facts that he put out there on the stand. Very was Intrigued, well intrigued. I couldn't stop watching. I actually watched it over and over. <laughs> That's um, even that two-hour, always oh, hour-long CV breakdown was quite, quite interesting. Yeah, did he? I actually played back um, uh, the the states, the Bacaba, Africa Bacaba, mm -hmm. doing starting off on Craig Patterson. Oh, oh trying yes. to make. Oh, we're gonna go there, guys. Trying oh, to make yeah. make him have a decision on um, whether. It's medicine or not for all these ailments. He kept going back to this medicine. Do you believe that it does this? I'm not here to answer those questions. He just had a barrage of these off-the-wall questions that were really wasting the court's time. Because I don't think um, Advocate Bacaba could possibly try to um, justify the history of prohibition from a white man's point of view. Because he was growing up during the dark old days. It was a really interesting day out. Everyone thought it was going to be boring, but the history of it, um, it, it, it throws a few curved balls to people who think the government actually made it illegal because they were saving you from yourself. Yeah, and it's not a very sore topic, which I think will stay sore for South Africa for a long time, it's race. But it's you very know, relevant to the country. Also, yeah, it's four white guys to sit around, and I think that's something that's going to have to play out in court, and hopefully he doesn't get baited. Mm -hmm. Time will tell. Well, he's officially the only witness that's finished out of all of that. Can you believe we were so naive to believe we'd get through even more? Myrtle and I actually thought we were going on the stand and we were very, very disturbed. The minute uh, Reg Willis opened his mouth to David Nutt, oh. we knew we were in deep shit. Because <laughs> 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 um, it's like a red rag to a We've really got... we. we uh, Hey, we, we, had, we had some serious anxiety problems and I'd rescue Remedy and I think, God, how am I going to do this? You know, they're going to ask me some very, very pointed questions. But the beauty of it is they're not trying to discredit an expert because I'm not an expert in anything. I've got no papers. You know, like all of those files at the back? No. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with anything, really. That's all nuts evidence and everything in the States, bits and pieces. 
So I don't have any of that. I think that's all for season two, eh? Season two, yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to uh, regroup and figure it out. Um, just going back to the whole questioning thing, I thought um, when Willis had a go at Prof Nut about, uh, you know, uh, Bertha Madras and uh, the US expert for the state, um, yo, uh, Professor Nutt came back so incredibly well from that. I even made a short clip of that and put it on YouTube. And I think the last time I checked in, it had about 1,800 views. Yeah. So that little piece of history as well is out there and it's recorded forevermore. Well, I hope a lot of people go into the streams and pull out a few chunks because for now, <laughs> we've got the upper hand because remember, we're leading. The defendants come out later with their experts to trash our experts with exactly the opposite of what our experts have said. And then they go into cross-examination by us to try and debunk everything they said. And can you imagine? Although I think potentially the, the biggest highlight was more on gates. More on yes. <laughs> yes, I remember I was outside and somebody ran out and said, Jesus, the mic was on and Willis just said moron. And I said, who put it out? And it was Emil that had put high alert was there yeah. all the time. And I went, tell him to take it down as a gut reaction to something. But I was wrong. <clears throat> it was absolutely out there within seconds. On the live feed, it was. But it was a terrible time of all the times for old Rich Willis to be, to be saying something like that. It just happened that but the whole trial. <laughs> There it ran over for like 14 seconds and I don't you know, know what that was, you know, it was at 11 o'clock, it's the first morning that we'd started at half past nine and it was apparent that at 11 o'clock the cross-examination witness was getting a bit, <laughs> nut was a bit uh, broken, you know, because he's just getting bombarded with the same thing, they're trying to be catch him oh, out on every sentence. Oh. So we adjourned at 11 o'clock and the ant farm dude was with, between the double doors taking a call. And then he heard everyone rise and the judge got, and he came back in and he sauntered over to the thing and in the time it took him to switch it off, it was 40 seconds, 38 seconds, I think, Anfam said. And it was literally um, within five seconds of the judge rising, Reg was on it. And um, I couldn't believe how quickly that went round the houses. There was memes everywhere, and there's Judge Judy memes, and <laughs> everybody just cut and paste something else into a Judge Judy meme. Oh dear. <clears throat> Reddit, uh, Reddit South Africa was actually quite a hip and happening place to be for all the memes and the action. Yeah, yeah it was very comedy. We had to keep Central. our noses so clean on this one after the streaming. Yeah, look, I, be honest, folks. I had to, I had to keep my um, opinions completely banal and uh, really, really bland. If I had an opinion at all, make it bland because we were getting bombarded by the disinformation of the other side on Twitter, watching it, but normally I would jump in and go, now listen, <laughs> but I couldn't and I wouldn't. And I, I, I stopped doing that about three months ago, but it's easy to see a track record of how I've been responding to people like Doctors for Life all of my life. It's just these guys, you know, it's just like a red rag to the bull. They're, um, they're fundamentalists. Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm not sure if we should even give them airtime, you know. I can, it's such a, I don't know what you feel like. For me, it's, it, I'm torn between two feelings with them. I see what they're exposed to and 
I have so much respect for their hustle and what they're not what they're accomplishing, but that they are accomplishing. And uh, just to see that they put that much energy into cannabis, we don't see them taking on SABS. When was the last time these guys protested outside SABS? Yeah. It just feels like we're a soft target. It feels like we're the smaller kid mm. on the block. It's the way they, this is, it's the I only know. drug anyone's trying to free. Nobody's going, free the meth, free the meth, because they'd be in the court. If you're trying to legalize meth, oh, no, they'd no. be there as well. Whatever, they'd be there for everything. They'd be there if you were trying to change ultra scans for abortions. If you wanted to die with dignity, they'd make sure they were there. Pornography, Pornography. On television, yeah, um, they're, they're, gay rights. But guys, you know, if you just want to see more, go to their site. It's an interesting read. It's a hell of a read, yeah. It's like, it, I can't believe it's not in Aramaic or something. It's so okay. It's Old Testament shit. Eh? Mm, 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 mm. But I think next biggest topic, it's a little bit old now, but I think it was sort of the only other real story of the year so far. South Africa's secret cannabis farm. Boom, boom, boom. Oh. Oh, God, no. Pretty. Um, <laughs> oh. You know what? It's old hat. It's not, because it's today, not No, no, today. Let me find it. Today, it's like the biggest gazillion... Doobie trade. Yeah, no, no. no was, hang on, wait a minute. Where is it? It was on the Twitter feed. It was something like 160 million US dollars that these Canadians have now found to float... Right. Tend, tend, well, House of Hemp's yeah. boat and yeah it's a huge huge figure yeah. but we had some people do some research on those guys and um, they didn't have anything There's 60 it was a 60% share they were in a local buy. thing so how is this and there's no cannabis being grown in those uh, who knows who knows well from the uh, photos that have where the hell did I get but that it's no big secret cannabis has been grown everyone's conceded this point mm -hmm. if you don't know there's a secret farm in, in Durban well she did put out the photo with the pictures of it and she did clearly state there the 2016 trials yeah mm -hmm. so she did yeah. she did say it's yeah. there she hasn't said it's not yeah so it's it's no big secret anymore um but it's very interesting that 60 percent of this local enterprise has been sold sold to canadians yeah i, I don't know I don't know. Um, jobs for locals. Yeah, what happened to the jobs for locals? That's it. Yeah. Well, now, Jan Decker said in the in the release, in fact, she said it on uh, Cannabis Queen of the South that um, uh, it's got a, the, the licensing has to be completely relevant to the demography of the population. So, eighty percent of licensing goes to black people, okay. and uh, then uh, etc. There was comments and comments. There's a lot of comments now. Everyone everyone can sniff legalization. Um, I'm just a complete skeptic. <laughs> I've just been, I've just been in court for three weeks, and they ain't gonna give up anytime soon. You can tell that was really vicious, aggressive, lengthy cross examination for what? Just to stop us in our tracks, eh? Anyway, I'm still trying to find the House of Hemp thing because it was interesting. It was a massive figure. What were your guys' thoughts on it? Because I know some of us have been hearing about it for a while. A lot longer than the story came out, but initial impressions when you heard about it? Oh, well, <clears throat> was expected. <clears throat> yeah, it didn't really shock it didn't, me yeah, too much. It wasn't too much of a shock, eh? I mean, I've also heard of it a while back, you know, word of the mouth. And you sort of don't know if it's true until you actually go see it, but you're not going to go see it. And when something comes out, you're like, well, there was suspicion and there was enough, pe enough people talking about it. So you kind of see when there's smoke, there's got to be fire. You know what I'm saying? I reckon. Yeah, but she, she's a wily fox. I'm just trying to find that press release. Uh -uh. 
it was the most huge, huge figure. If we find it, we'll put it in the comments or the info below. Way up here. Down there. <laughs> uh, it's a mirror image. So, uh, you know what we're going to have to do is hire an engineer as well, so he can do all of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, the engineer's up to class at the moment, I think. But um, this Dubai thing, it is what it is. I bet you there's others that we don't know about. Oh, I'm it's sure. been in the background forever. It's it's a it must be a huge percentage of Africans GDP, but it's illegal. And for the most part, if it's anything like Swaziland, there's people skimming it off the top and sending it overseas. Most of Swazi's ministers own it. The king owns the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Greenash owns a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we'll wait to see what happens next. But I reckon everybody basically is just going to carry on as normal. They're just going to be as careful as they normally are. I don't think there's... It seems to me that um, join the queues quieting down a bit, or maybe I'm just even more buffered up because it's quite a well-oiled machine of folk now. Maybe I just don't get to hear half of it. But uh, we've had no, we're still trying to get a stay of prosecution in South Gauteng for years. So now we're pulling in a heavy duty dude for, I think it's Monday, tomorrow. I think somebody goes to court tomorrow and we're trying to get that one signature that we've had five out of nine provinces and this one signature Ah, uh, uh, they're not going to give it to Not budging on it. Not budging on it at all. So now we're going to have to send in one of the the guys with the cloaks and the bibs, those <laughs> yeah. dudes. Penguin looking dudes. <laughs> a, learned, a learned colleague. <laughs> we're going to send in a learned colleague. What's your favourite What's your favorite way of saying things since you've been in the court? They say some good yeah, what's the, cool what's, stuff. What's the, like if it was a dream cloud, or you see those word clouds. It's my learned friend. You reckon, hey? Yeah. I, for me, it's hashtag, wow, I can't. When you've heard a word so much, one day workshop. Meaning, no, vexatious. Vexatious. Yeah, I know it's all. It was the first two days while they were banging backwards and forwards at each other about the live stream, and it was all, it was dissolving then. We knew as soon as that started, we just did not expect a two day fight because they had plenty of time to talk about it in pre trial conferences. Hey, so anyway, um, we as it two days in, and now we're still not getting the stream, and on the third day we got it. That Tuesday night, between a lawyer, an independent lawyer, who was doing the live stream for us, and me, and Ant Farm, we, uh, we went to court on the third day, the first day of the stream, with about three hours sleepage. And we got, I, I handed Schindler's a letter from SABS at quarter to ten, and we started tensing here, showing that. And then you should have seen the look on the guys' faces when we got the thing. We were all ready to go. We, 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 we were already had a holding plate in. Mm. We were totally confident we were going to get it, but damn it, it was down to the wire. Sure. Yeah. Well, that was a very, very hectic set of circumstances because if all of this had only been seen by 30 people in a court, you it wouldn't have had the power that it had. It was imperative that we show this to the world. That's a, lot, a lot of people. That's why we're going through all of this. All the people that are supporting it and are trying to be and be active with at least as much as they can, now they can go online and watch it or yeah. listen to it. I think yeah. it's a great thing. It really is. Big yeah. credit goes out to Ricky Stone. Yeah, Ricky. Because yes. I think that's legally it sets a precedent or something. Because we know Oscar's been streamed. Right. Well, but but the media asked to stream Oscar. The media weren't asking to stream this initially. Nobody was banging on the door saying, "Pick me, pick me." We were saying, "We want to stream it." And right. then the media started waking up. Oh, oh, you want to stream? Oh, hang on a minute. 
So that's how we got it. We had to give it to a media house because we were in a partnership with uh, Maverick. Maverick was a media house on day, the morning of day two, but then they weren't. They were a publishing house, not a media house. So, we had to, so on the day, yeah. And um, the weirdest thing, can I just explain how I got to the SABC? I had to find someone really high really quickly, or really high. Really high. Really high. Really high. <laughs> really high. <laughs> Freudian slip. Really high up really quickly. And there's a guy on the fifth floor who's two floors above the Dhaka debate with Ibn. Yes. In there, you know those studios as well. And one day on the Dhaka debate, the producer of the, uh, in the studio said, no, no, chop your segment out and put it online and just credit us. Cool. So we don't have to go through the one three-hour thing to get to mm. minute, hour mm -hmm. and 50, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I did. And then the fifth floor jumped on it, and we were banned from YouTube for a year because of it, from yes. more than 15-minute videos, can't put your own thumbnail, uh, you've only got so much you can put in the title, and they treat you like a kid. Because the SABC flagged us as a copyright infringement. <sighs> so I was on my hands and knees licking the boots YouTube. of a guy called Isaac Minar. And he ended up being a fair man. He was okay. And he remembered me. And he's the guy that I rang and said, dude, you need to see this. And he was the guy that wrote the letter that got the thing that I could give. And we switched it on and checked the definitive argument. And one, one thing else it did to, for Myrtle and I was show everybody that we meant what we said. Mm. This is real. This is, our, this is what we've been doing for seven years of our life to bring you that picture then. And you helped. We couldn't have done it without Indiegogo and all the rest of the shenanigans. And that was a really cool feeling to, because the minute it starts, we keep the same judge. Very, very cool. We all like him. I think the judge is um, a fair man. And we were expecting somebody old in Afrikaans, which would, was not my favorite choice. We thought there might be just a bit too much conservatism. So then we got an Indian guy and I thought immediately, my goodness me, who were the first people to have a law put against them in the history lesson of Craig Patterson? Yeah, the indenture. The wheels turned. Turn. So that was really cool to have that bit. That was, for me, quite a poignant moment for him to hear the history of the very first time it was banned with his forebears, to all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, can I just quickly say, uh, can we make it a generate? More awareness about motions protest. Yes, dude. By all means, yeah, let's talk. Holding slide. Holding the slide. Protest. Okay, there's a holding slide here. Let me get the picture out. I'll put Link. it on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go up to the camera and put this on. You uh, carry on. But you can tell us right now. Okay, so <laughs> next, well, this coming Friday uh, on the 25th of August, uh, Motion Shooter and Abus Incorporated are going to be holding a big pro-cannabis, hopefully big, um, pro-cannabis protest right outside the Pretoria uh, High Court. So we're hoping that just as many activists and supporters from the local area come out and show face and maybe wear some face paint and wave some flags and sing some songs and just make a bit of an impact, you know? So that would be great. They made quite an impact on about the, what, third day? When, when, when did they come? They came maybe the second day. With the flowers? With the flowers, and they oh. got their really, that's what the video, I'm trying to find the It was like the same recreation of the Vietnam moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it says a lot. I don't know if you guys have been watching the protesters. You know, I don't wanna, I will say again, I have mixed feelings. You know, you look at these guys and you think, 
maybe they haven't been exposed too much, you know, maybe they have really on, only had the worst experiences. So I don't want to make fun of them really because, you know, you haven't got it. You obviously don't have a job. The highlight of your year is getting a free shirt. Mm. No, so, for sure. Um, belittling is, I think, a bit below us, you know, really. We need to you know, keep the bar raised. You know, it said on their flyer, we don't need your science. Oh, See, the thing to that guy is, or to that mother there, it doesn't equate. It's true. That kid was smoking Zoll long before the meth. Mm-hmm. So it was, you've got to portion some blame on this. There has to be something to blame. And guess what? It's our favorite herb every single time. So it's such a difficult, difficult debate. You, were, you mentioned you were having the same yes. gateway story with somebody this weekend. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Story, it comes up yeah. all the time, yeah. doesn't it? It's a really, really powerful piece of anti-propaganda that's had so much success for what, 60 years, 50 years. Everyone knows the gateway. And did you manage to crack this guy? No way. Like, like, got into his argument where it was a matter of let's rather not argue about it because it's not... Agree to disagree. Yeah, there we go. Agree to disagree. But yes, yeah, but was... most of the people that are, are vociferously against... Uh, there's no sort of middle ground. Very few people just, just um, don't care. Everyone has an, it seems to have an opinion. Maybe I don't see the don't care as... Because we just get hit by the opinionated. Even the live stream, you know, people saying, "Ah, oh, but this is happening. Oh, it's not buffering." And oh, where's the? Thing? Come on, guys! <sighs> First time. <laughs> we promise yeah, you no but, lack of effort. You know, people forget <laughs> no lack that of effort. people forget that we're pioneers. But that's okay. I'll take the comments. You know, people paying attention are paying attention because let's face it, it came up in the trial. Well, not in the trial, but by the detractors about. How have the Dacha couple funded the revolution? Oh, yes. And I'm going to be honest, guys. What do people think? We sit on the internet and going yeah. around pretty much hat in hand to use. Use it. Or what to fund the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wonder whether you're going to figure that bit oh, out. No, you're right. going to look in there. I'm sure Sorry. no one's complaining. <laughs> but ultimately, it's come down to individuals. Taking out the, and we make no secret of it. We, we don't hide who our funders are. Mm-hmm. No bones about it. We don't stop comments on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We allow people to be heard. And I feel like on the other side of the fence, we're not seeing that at the moment. You know, <laughs> people are... You know, people are just wondering because it wasn't that long ago that Doctors for Life put on their website, by their own volition, they are drug dealers and they're just trying to get off their charges. Because to be a drug dealer doesn't mean there has to be any money involved. It just has to change hands. Change of hands. That is what the law says. The street value of it is just the tap It doesn't line. even need to change hands, though. It just needs to be over a certain amount, doesn't it? 115 grams, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Um, it just sounds like it's so scientific. It's a funny yeah. number. It must be maybe like three ounces or something. I well, don't know. I, you know, all those years ago, we managed to walk away from that particular charge. We were negotiating with a magistrate in Krugersdorp seven years ago, and it basically went like this. You can't prove we were dealing anything because there wasn't an exchange with, with who, where, who, who no, was no it. So they knew that it, um, it wouldn't stick. It never does. People are just told they're dealers and now because they cut themselves more and they'll pay more bail. As soon as you get into dealer territory, I mean, the difference between 100 grams and 120 grams, uh, 
Uh, Jules, can you maybe clarify that whole uh, episode about uh, how you have like you were caught with eight years supply or something? How <laughs> 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 joined today? <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> yes, it's when I heard that in the court. I started imagining my own cross-examination and how much fun I was going to have with that. That was going to... Because um, they worked out that it was something like between point three and point seven of a gram in a cannabis cigarette, I think they call it. <laughs> yes. Then he started calling it a split, did he? And he sounded like he owned this word as if he was, like, hip to the group with the word split. <laughs> yeah. How dare he use that word? He's no idea about that word. Anyway, where was I? Uh, about the eight years. <laughs> eight years of blood. Yeah, so they worked out the 1.87 kilo. It's a legend now. There's one at seven kilograms of weed that they found in my house. And no mention was ever said of the 200 grams with the hemp seeds in this big kiln jar that they took with them as well and weighed it in with the deal. And some paraphernalia and stuff. So... And the sticks and the stones and the stalks and the packaging and the bucket and everything else that they weighed. So, you know how it is. It ends up to a street value of about this to last two old people about a year. But it's only the cannabis community know that. So on their website, DFL's website says 1.87 kilograms. And at a 0.7 grams, it would take them two people eight years to smoke all that weed. They had eight years supply, Your Honor. So... May so? I introduce you to my wine subject? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of this stuff's been laid down for the last 20, 20 years. <laughs> but now, you mentioned that the seeds, the seeds went missing, those hemp seeds. Do you think there's some cop growing some <coughs> dank hemp in his backyard right in now? Krugersdorp in a compound somewhere. Yeah, it's called Kate Yurika. Yeah, it's eight metres high. It's the second floor of the court building <laughs> yes. now. Jack and the data store. Three houses. <laughs> some straggly old indicator. Oh, the book, the book, uh, what's his name, Donald, I just remembered something about uh, David, no, um, I said, I really do apologize, I went over to him on the second day and said, hey, dude, this is over and above the call of duty now, I really do apologize, thank you for just giving it your best shot, really, and he looked up and he said, ah, I'll make millions off the memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, so, so, so you're going to have to start writing this stuff down because there's quite an elaborate, I don't know, Mnet mini series at the back end. All the the sidebar stories of the crazy conversations you had along the way. Yeah. Yeah. We're still getting over this whole convention thing. The convention was this blur right in the middle of all of the trial. Mm -hmm. I haven't digested the convention the convention properly. If you look at the figures on YouTube of the of the. Um, what do you call it? The videos. Yeah. They've gone out. Uh, there's thousands now. Views. Thousands of views of all. Not all of them. Nobody's going to a thousand yet. Yeah, I think Don. Everybody wants to listen to Don. Don's hit, climbing up to 500 views. Paul Michael's on about 250. Tony's second. Tony's near. near okay. Tony's on 350 oh, or so. Boy. Tony yeah. Budden. Yeah. Tony Budden. Tony Budden. So they want the, the people want the, what an advocate thinks because people don't really know about advocates. Really, no, nobody really meets them in their daily lives because they're all in another whole uh, sort of planetary alignment. Yes, we've known, we've known, we've known Don a couple of years. We only got his, his cell phone number a couple of days ago. It's weird. I've, I must admit, I found it a little bit. Uh, 
awkward trying to talk to them. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it's because uh, uh, Don and... Uh, the legal uh, team. Yes, and Schindler's. Yeah. Um, I just find them a little kind of tough to approach. But I think it's because, you know, they just think about everything in a very analytical, legal-minded mm. kind of way. And for me, like... It's a bit of a lost yeah, in translation. Structured, very structured sentence. I like um, I like their company because I like the way they can banter very quickly. They're really on the ball with their remarks. It's so sharp. These guys, mm. brilliant eloquence, all of them. It's just it's very cool to be around them. Some days it wasn't cool to be around them, and most days it was. They're really civil people, but they are in another in another world. It's a very strange world to me, even to this day now. Even after seeing them operate in a high court for three weeks, I don't want to be there. That's not where I'd, I'd, they're bantering away of cerebralizing paragraphs of massively see how much dead trees there was in the building. But they seem they seem to <laughs> the whole buildings were the dead trees. They seem to equate things to like proverbial sort of you know like analogies to compare things mm. that they're talking about. You know, and it's just, it's fascinating. It's really intriguing. It's a whole other world. It's not Ali McBeal. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Ali McBeal. That's what we, I think we were all expecting that. Like, oh, uh, and then it was like, just boom. Mm. And we were into the desert there for a while, hey? But Yeah, I know. There was a couple of Donald David Nutt's um, third day before he went away. We were already, we thought he'd be finished long before. We had him booked for... A really beautiful African experience up in the Kruger, a just knockout for our esteemed guests for taking us seriously here. Go there. Mm. And they did, and it was amazing. But we paid the price because he had to come back onto the stand, and that was always going to drag till the day. Now they knew, they knew when he was, when all of our people were leaving and coming and going, because we gave the judge all the invoices to prove how much prejudice there would be were we to have to change everything around. Mm. So it's been quite a juggling match, and we'll, now we've got to get our heads around part two. Oh. So that's why we're doing the hot box. Well, I'm not doing the hot box, I'm a guest around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who's doing the hot box. Who is doing the hot box? The hot box is this generic um, room in Gauteng somewhere. It's like the room of requirement for stoners. It's just going to be, and we'll talk shit and talk shit. A lot of history, a lot of paraphernalia on the walls. Yeah. Some cool books. Yeah. And some. Uh, and some serious glass from the days of research and development and oh, uh, meet, the, meet oh, the glass blower. <laughs> you know, I know a guy. Uh, oh, still no. to this day. Um, oh, everyone's played their It's part. one of the most addictive parts of my love of cannabis is actually glass. I love collecting... Oh, very expensive. Toys. Very expensive. Toys, toys. yeah. Toys, people, eh? you know, cool. people can spend money on their cars or they can go... Any, whatever yeah. they do. But my hobby, I, I enjoy collecting glass. And let's face it, when you're like smoking that 200 rand a gram bud, you don't want to smoke rizz or some fucking... I knew red rizz was going to come out. You bring red rizz in yet? No, really, that's just come out with a nice new range, pure hemp rizzes. Oh, that's nice. That's only about 100 years too late. Rizzler have come out with some hemp. Yes. Nuts. Finally Maybe that's what French are. The French are the second biggest producer on earth. The DuPonts or someone. No, that's Ron their doorstep. They should have done it long ago. A very long time ago. So, but they always said they didn't have anything to do with 
drugs. Oh, Him. <laughs> now, Rizzler, because you use drugs. They always had this kind of table. What else would you need some Rizzlers for? It's like when there's incense, there's weed. When there's Riz, there's weed. Fucking yeah. incense, yeah. Some people take incense the wrong way altogether. They think it's some sort of voodoo as well. Yeah. I think we've done enough news though, guys. Let's talk about something fun yeah. for a minute. Eh? I'm going to feel like, I don't know if you just remember that show, that Afrikaans show from back in the day where those old geezers would sit together and speak Afrikaans things. Why am I too old yet? Yes, it <laughs> sounds, like sounds like the Muppet show. Isn't that the two guys in the gods up in the theatre looking down, commentating? Yeah, just spit with heavy, heavy rrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
that this was the future. I really did. I went, I went and started buying glass and it saved my throat and it's, it's a different high. It's more like a tool than a relaxation. If I smoke it late in the evening, I don't get to sleep because I'm still conceptualizing. It's it makes me fly. Yeah, dab makes me fly. It's just more interesting in the whole aspect that you can take it off the back to the ingredient, off the plant, and there it is, instead of having to smoke the plant. So if you're not a smoker, I don't smoke cigarettes, I prefer not to smoke large quantities of bud, rather have yeah, a dab, I and I can have it one dab compared to, say, a few joints or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. And it's also a convenience. If you need to go somewhere or you're in a bit yeah. of a rush, nah, instead of, you know, Breaking the time. And there's of, so many gizmos. Yeah, there you go. Little, it's come a long way. So many yeah. little gizmos. And nobody um, e pins. Nobody has a single idea that anyone is a stoner anymore, and whether they're on it or off it, because the, we're just normal. Yeah. We just could be absolutely anybody in that corner. Oh, and they do it already. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. But it has come a long way. You know, those first vape pens three years ago. Oh God, I've still got Shit. the stains in the bottom of my pockets. <laughs> where they all dripped out. Shirt pockets with a blob in the thing. <laughs> but it's it's evolving, and it makes me wonder. Is like dab it or what's it going to be like in three years or five years from now like moon rocks are even feeling like old news now dude i've never even seen a moon rock i've never had it i've done i'm so what out is of touch maybe it. maybe the moon rock is complete decadence <laughs> that's what a moon yeah. rock is deprived with some oil rolled in some keef yeah okay so make it sticky and roll it it's like a Meatball and shit with sugar. <laughs> Meatball with sugar. Meatball with sugar. <laughs> I think we should make one, guys. Eh? Two or three. Uh, right. And see who's a better app, eh? Not now. So how do you get the oil? How do you get the oil on it? Because we know it's the stickiest thing I don't think around. you dunk it. No, you like, can't possibly because you'd end up with like two grams on it. But I think we'd have to. We'll make the video. We'll make the perfect moon rock, guys. We'll try. Definitely. We'll try. We Someone's going to have to smoke that shit, though. Well, <laughs> so do you just uh, you use it like you normally use it, put in a joint? No, I don't think you could grind it. So I think... I think you the make a sausage bongs. out of it. Bongs. Bongs? But the trick yeah. is everyone Roll makes it, it really thin. Oh, no, but that's a... No, no, I, can't, no. I gave up bongs in the last century. Well, I can't do... Never could do bongs. No, it's we've got to make the perfect fit in the bowl. If we're going to go through the effort, it mustn't be this big nug that you can't use. If we're going to make it a perfect trimmed, dank nug, <laughs> dip it in that, run that dab, run that dab, and then sprinkle it like sugar. Blonde, blonde kef. Yeah. Blonde. So you must put it in that bong just so, just with the little twiggy there, so that you don't get your fingers stuck. <laughs> and then, woof, whole thing, one go. I reckon that's the only way to do it. You can't grind it. Can't well, we can, make we can it, only try. Make it pipe shaped. Pipe shaped, whatever. One in wonders. God, little dude. bullets. Little Astros. Bok Droll. Bok Droll. Get a name, dude. Oh, dude. Bok Droll. Who was this the other day we were talking about? You know what? What do you call it? The spitting competition with the Bok Droll. Mm -hmm. You didn't. Oh, that was while we were hiking. Well, in while we were hiking. Yeah. Competitions in the Northern Cape. You put a dozen of them in your mouth and you spit them down the track. What's that called? The Spur 8 Competition. <laughs> Sounds like a bad taste. <laughs> My grandmother won it and she won a joke in the 80s. <laughs> Would you discipline the children like that? Back in the day, Always had a mouthful of book. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they must expand to about six times their size. <laughs> Just a practical note, you know. <coughs> terrible, like cereal gets all soggy. Want to get them out quickly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
are moon rocks available <coughs> out on the street or are they mostly homemade? People don't sell them, do they? Yeah. I think it would be a mission to I make it. You'd need the they're, on it. they're in all the windows of all the shops of Amsterdam. I'm yeah. not, I know the concept, but I've never really seen it's one. And I know they would actually put my lights out. And it's We've just like local ones, not nice I mean, ones. Unlike, you know, on ones. these pages and these it's, social it's, medias, you see some guys posting photos um, of homemade. I don't know if they're setting them as such, but I think it's like craft. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. one thing that's springing to my mind now, you know, you could, quite, you could, o you could overdo it on a moon rock, yeah? Somebody oh, could yeah. go down. If you put a moon rock on a bong, oh, yeah. and there's a whole bunch of, say, tertiary, tertiary education young men there, say, you know, 18 to 24, that kind of guy's finding their feet, and they start ripping that shit. The, the chances are, um, if there were 5,000 of them doing it all at once, one of them would have a psychotic experiment, and that is why it's prohibited. Did you know that? No. Because that's the maths yeah. of it from the testimony the other day. We're, we're putting people in jail to find that one in 5,000 people that might have an adverse effect to this shit. But I tell you what, if you did do that and you ripped that bong and you were 20 years old and you were finding your feet, you'd go down. The only difference is if somebody picked you up and took you to the ICU and said, he's gone down, that would be a psychotic episode. We just call it the greens, huh? <laughs> but then we yeah. make you a green a The psychotic episode is the green fever, yeah? yeah it's well, the greens. It's and the paranoia comes and your body temperature drops. And, and you go sugar back against with that, right? Vitamin C, yeah. sugar, and a space change. Get the go. fuck out of there and go somewhere else and start your head moving somewhere else. Yes. Really important. Well, do you know what? Get fucking arrested. <laughs> right yeah. in the middle of that, eh? Just get arrested. Oh, yeah. So I've heard quite a lot of psychotic, psychotic, psychoactive, psychoactive, psychotic. So it's lots of cross-examination about brain and psychotic and psychotic and brain. And sometimes I think I hear it so much they must be right. But then I go and look back through my history lessons and through my old blog posts and stuff and it just reaffirms that they're not. It doesn't. But it's very powerful. You know, 96% of all of the studies done on this planet at the moment are to find the shit that goes down. Not the good. No, not at all. None of the good. But I think that brings us to a very valid point, you know, because I think if we look at the statistics, it's not one in 5,000 people, it's one in 5,000 people who try it. So, you know, it's a very small amount of people. But then also, what do we do with those people? Because I asked that Darylene James, mm -hmm. that, that head protester, because oh. her son, she confesses as an addict and so on. And you ask them, okay, what should we do about your kid who, who doesn't gel well with substances and has obviously had an issue and her feeling was, no, we treat him with compassion and care. Mm. We don't arrest him. Mm. But then they stand outside and they say, but for you, you and you and you and you, you get arrested. Mm. Your children get arrested. It only comes home what prohibition is when your kid is arrested. Yeah, and that poor you think one it's a joke, it has before then. Yeah. Your life changes forever. Yeah, because there's some poor oaks cooked and let's face it, people are cooked. Prohibition hits disproportionately. Everybody, it, 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 it affects absolutely everybody, but lower incomes and the ghetto disproportionately. They're the guys that get hit all around, around the world. It's not just El Dorado Park. Mm -hmm. There's nothing special about El Dorado Park on the grand scheme of prohibition. There are El Dorado Parks in every major city on the planet where and, people just didn't uh, and, get a lift up. And even a lot of the, um, the smaller towns, you know, like in the real backwaters of South Africa, um, in the Karoo, I know that a lot of young people are getting targeted um, and 
you know, like that. Like for weed. Yeah, for weed. Specifically weed. Specifically. And it's... Haven't you been targeted before? Tell us about that, uh, Alex. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> profiled is Profiled. Yeah. King size. <laughs> what's my no, no, you know, like... Small I, town, huh? Bob Molly with the earphones <laughs> out. <laughs> no, no, I, I try and be as law-abiding citizen as I can, but sometimes one has to also look at, like, the morals of the situation and... You do what you believe is right. Um, oftentimes, that doesn't quite mesh in with the way the law is. No, not if they uh, feel like it. Yeah. So it was it was a bad experience. It was traumatic. I still think back to it often. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to bring it up like that. Yeah. No. No. Oh, I, I do. Okay. I do. But it's it's good. Well, it feels good to talk about it openly. Um, yeah, because it's a problem that so many of our fellow stoners have to face at some point or other in their in their smoking careers um, right. but like I've come to terms with it now and I think what's really helped is just to accept like to embrace your love and use of the plant and to just come out of your shell man don't try and hide it don't stay in the shadows you know because it's only through uh, numbers and society really just saying we've had enough we're proud we're you know that any change will come about yeah come um, out of the closet or come out of the hot box or come out of the way yeah because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i know and i think it's it's happening in the court of public opinion it, it yeah, feels yeah, like we've won no i think it is it's uh, we've, we've won the intellectual argument so many times now we just have to put it on the record and get somebody called your lordship to write this thing so up. That's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the signature of the main man, and we have to go through this whole mission of process. But that's the price of doing it right. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'll buy that. The yeah. price of doing it right. Um, there's many, many people like you. Ever since we sat in this room doing this, what, in the last hour, how many people got arrested on a Sunday night? Probably not that many, because they get to a magistrate in the morning. It's much more fun going out on a Friday night. But how many people longer. are sat in a cell this weekend for for weed? And every cell in the country is always more than half the people in there are weed by the end of the weekend. Always. You know what? It just one is too many. You know, like until yeah. these arrests just stop, and it allows law enforcement to focus and concentrate on the crimes that all of us. Oh. would prefer that they be spending time dealing but with. It sends out the wrong message that it's okay. Um, and we forget it isn't <laughs> just a number. Just a number to meet that quota. We're the easiest number. Mm. We're often the most passive number. Why? That's because the low-hanging fruit. That's it. We're a common denominator. So, yeah. you know, if a cop's going to arrest me, dude, sure, arrest me. A lot of the strategies these days are not trying to hide anymore. They actually just... <sighs> carrying on with their day and just trying to be as normal as possible. Are, yeah. You know, they're not trying to hide behind the, in the dark alleys, carry on with your normal day, but if you're caught, you're caught. And but so there's, you know, if you, if you need to um, uh, feed your habit, there's plenty of bits and pieces around that you could just basically walk around and use it and not exhale and put it back in your pocket and nobody would be any the wiser. Yeah. There's lots and lots of clever stuff around. But um, starting ripping bongs and 
standard bank and leaving the bond in the in your private bond. We want ashtrays back. We want ashtrays back. Bring back the ashtrays. I was in a. I remember just seeing a um, a, re a row of old um, aircraft seats, mm. and there was like a block of four of them in a shop, oh, and they all had ashtray things in the side from oh, yeah. those days. Ah, it's quite hard to believe that it's the same planet. What a nanny silly state it is now. Everything's what about the children? But Joe, what about the children? I agree, we must look after the children. No one yeah, wants to skate around at school, but also, you know. I think this was the first viral article I ever wrote was about the sort of child dynamic and we ask what about the children and yes we want to protect our children we don't mm. want this in schools we don't I don't think anyone has even asked us to be advertised like beer no no, 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 no we're no. not saying no just no. let us be mm. but like what happens is and this is a, this was a far out thing and I think I've only ever seen one other guy put this out there is that by lying to our children about cannabis do we then not create the gateway? Because we say cannabis is right up there with heroin and tuck and meth. And when that kid gets past that joint and he's like, fuck me, this is this is okay. Mm. But then they think the same of tuck. Mm. Have we not created that pitfall for them? Drugs is drugs. By lying. Mm. This all encompassing. The illegal ones are all as bad as each other. They all lead on to themselves. And the other stuff is medicine. Drugs is drugs. Remember, we're down for dealing in drugs. We know it doesn't actually say 1.87 kilograms of dacha. It just says dealing in drugs. Mm. We've got the we've got the bang. DFL is <laughs> trying to make it out like we're all going to have these little weed ice cream vans <laughs> playing like <laughs> polyphonic Bob Marley. Selling to the kids. And the, the kids are yeah. then going to come Mini running. track of yeah. got to have Kaya now. I'll have two moon rocks. With the <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle of sift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Shucks. Dipped in butter. Yeah. Now that is the future, I'm sure, but um, maybe in a more controlled environment. Yeah, we never. That's we, cool. I don't know why they keep going on about. We all agreed that we've got to keep children protected. I don't know why they think that we're trying to kill the children. <clears throat> They've got this thing in their heads that if it gets legalised, it'll be a free for all. You got that? Yeah, and I um, think they keep trying. Um, what is it now? Meanwhile, yes, prohibition is no, no control. Is the There's absolute? No There's no uh, rules at all, so it is a free for all as yeah. far as I can see. Do you think that many people would start if it were legalised? Do you think there are people waiting to get the courage yes. up to? Yes, to think? I yes, think 100%. so. And maybe some people. Is there a percentage? Have you got anything in your head? Say. Say 420 percent. 420 percent. You know what? I I actually think that the large the the age demographic where newcomers would be would be in the older uh -huh. side yes. of things. So, that are still hiding a sort of think stigma. So yeah, from like your 50s, 60s, 70s. That's a very consistent figure you know? across the globe yeah. is that it's the older and that where we see decriminalisation. And even sort of quasi legalization. Because it let's, does tend to go down. Let's face all it, the market. Yeah. Come out the shop. They, yeah. they start showing, yeah. Because they've done it before. They just had kids. Most people give up weed. They raise a family, they uh, drop it all, they finish, and now, yeah, they, yeah. they get some off a few. And maybe they're a bit tired of brandy and coke. And also remember yeah. that that the uh, the older folks are the ones who tend to suffer more with that lower back, you know, and the knees and. 
And they vote as well. Yeah. Young people don't vote. That's also Mind you, in England, they just did. They did. There's a lot of voting, but um, oh, this premonition the other day, what if, what if this goes really, they get this so pear-shaped with us in the trial of the plant that there's a general election in the in 2019, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's only a year or two years away. What if, oh, oh, oh God. And then we wake up with another government that we don't really want. This one's okay. As far as drug policy goes, I reckon we can we can figure these, we can work with these guys, but yeah. we could never work with the DA on drug policy. I think they'd want to build more prisons, don't they? Yeah, I bet they'll work with Sandeka, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yes. Who knows? Who knows? Eh? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Personally, guys, any other big highlights, weed stories this year? Is it? I think it's been very much trial of the plant. I've got a, mm. I've got something that I read that's very, very disturbing. Is a Canadian woman arrived at the Niagara Falls border to go into America, yes. and they looked through her phone for four hours. And they found an email from 18 months ago about picking up some weed from someone. So they banned her from coming into Canada on the spot. This is now Jeff Sessions and his new war on everything, a la Trump and the dudes. So that's quite a sobering thing. You mean banned her from coming into the States? Ever, ever. Yeah. Because there's an 18-month-old email that implicates her in illegal substances. But I think they're allowed to do that. The laws allow them to, like, even, even Hang in on a theory... Minute. Look through your phone for four hours. Yeah, but in theory, if you're planning to go to Amsterdam to smoke weed, they could stop you because even thinking about committing a crime can be viewed as committing that crime. So minority report. It's, it's, yeah. it's a reality. Is that a minority report? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's his name? No, Tom Cruise, the Scientologist. Oh, let's not talk. I don't know. I don't know if we should even say Scientologists. (laughs) (laughs) Go all Louis Theroux on us. (laughs) It's a year since they invited us to speak. Do you remember we were there? But then they uninvited you, didn't they? They certainly (laughs) did really quick. I think the the Pretoria honcho, his knuckles were wrapped by the, the omnipotent one on high, whoever that is. Because we got Tom Cruise canned very, very quickly because they don't do interviews. We were going to try and get a camera in there and do the whole <laughs> banana, but if Louis can't get in there, how the hell were we going to get in there? Uh, no. But I've got some of those uh, Chinese glasses, and there's like a camera right here. Mm. And you wear them with spy glasses. Spy glasses, yeah, sunglasses, spy glasses. And the thing is, you have to have really long hair. Yeah. Because it's a battery. And it looks like something terminates all day. A bit like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Especially <not>. indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take him with us around that Africa trip and do a really cool sort of section of going through borders and across military posts and, and sort of film the convoy and stuff uh, up in the north of Mozambique. That's what I had them for. But I didn't have the nerve to put them on in the end because it did, I almost like needed some, you know, like one of those Peruvian hats with the things with the flaps, that would have been cool. Oh. Mm. But it was like okay. 40 degrees, yeah. and that would have looked a bit incongruous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've still got them. And they've got a two gig card in. I mean, they can, they're, they're cool. We played them back. You can plug them in USB. And you can get a lot of like 180p on that, I'm sure. <laughs> For your stage performance, uh, when you do stage talks. They were talk small. to a crowd, use those. Yes. Get some different perspectives to your videos. Uh, I always, I thought actually when I saw the footage, it's quite wide. 
and people sort of distort, walk down the 420 track, just go from the stage all the way through 420, wearing them, through everybody at, the, at like five o'clock in the High evening. Five. You're going to come to 420 yeah. next time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You're going to have to yeah, come. Yeah. You need to break your 420 to. virginity. Yeah. It's not quite a party. In the mid one years. Not yet. We're so going to need to put something in the way. Of that. There needs to be some sort of um, early springtime. It's going to be outdoors. We'll talk shop. So, right? We'll talk like, shop. Like, I mean, yeah, somewhere green. Hmm? It's going to be somewhere green. Let's see how it plays out. The greener it is, the more expensive it becomes. Okay. It's as simple as that. We tried AstroTurf like this time. The AstroTurf <laughs> yes. worked, huh? The AstroTurf yes. worked pretty good. We tried to green. The fields are green. We, we yeah, used an where we put AstroTurf. <laughs> it's the first time we've tried to green it. Leaps and bounds. There's some really good venues, but um, you really have to do your homework because the venues aren't free. And people have to travel. Mm -hmm. And we're very aware that some people haven't got cars. And we want those guys as well. Yeah. Because we turned the demography on its head this time. Yeah. But I, it will be a good event, what will be, I mm. think. Lots of planning, but yeah, then it's, you've it's pulled an annual it event. How many times have you I done think it? Now? How many there? One, two, three, four, five. Five already. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it, but five, well, five. feels like hugely successful. Dank, dank events. Uh, dank nice. events. Yeah, no, they're cool. legends. It's. Um, I can't believe I'm just starting to think about it. No, let's, we're going to get trapped in work here, guys. Let's keep it casual. Yeah. Should we speak a minute? A minute, I think, before we wrap up. Growing season's not too far away. Yes, growing season. I think this is when Dad will have more to say than the rest of us. No. No. Oh. You actually took what I was going to say there. It's time to get growing. Oh, <laughs> or at least time to get your, Ordering your gardens seeds. ready, yeah. get your beds uh, ready. Apparently, get your, what I've get heard... Get your, your green fingers green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited um, already. I've <laughs> also heard that there is going to be a national planting day. I've seen that also. That's, um, it is a like Facebook a week event. Or like I'm, I'm not quite sure. I need to confirm the date. We'll, we'll put check, it in yeah, here. We'll, but uh, but I yeah, think let's get involved with that. If it is a national planting day, we'll just um, overgrow the government. I think it's the 1st of October. But a seed bombing done here and there. Yeah, yeah, make, you know, make some seed bombs. So what day would that be? Like spring day? September spring day is 22nd, end of September probably. So it's the equinox on the 22nd. Every day, yeah, There's the 12-12. So definitely the time for us to all start prepping. Prepping. No, I think if you haven't prepped now, then you'll, you should start prepping right now. But what do you reckon prepping? Soil? Beds? At least just amend your beds a bit, you know, get a bit of... At this point, you're probably going to have to wet them for a long time. You're going to have to soak some beds for a while. Because, sure, without any rain. Yeah, it's like they'll be pretty bullet at this point. Mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you haven't done them through winter, you best start now, mm -hmm. otherwise... Yeah, you should. But just keep have... them mulched as well. Put, just don't... Expose the soil, just keep them mulching, really, really covered mulching in great, eh? grass, what would, mulch, is, what would you say is a good, good mulch? Just cut down some grass, just grass. Felt. Felt, felt grass. Good old felt grass. Yeah, felt grass. Yeah. Just to keep the, the, the UV off the soil. Mm, just yeah. keep the soil dark. Mm. But, um, Worm I can't believe you're actually talking yeah. about it. Yeah, but I think it's, yeah, I think the big word's going to be nitrogen, eh? What do you reckon guys should be adding along with like their worm castings and stuff? Guana, any bird guana of any kind you can get, chicken manure, but obviously you've got to compost that stuff before you put it on. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to burn your beds, you're going to burn your plants. So what do you do? Put it within your compost? Make a compost of it and leave it to sit, cover it for a few days and leave it to sit for a few weeks actually, probably to a month. Close to your neighbor's fence. Preferably <laughs> 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 away from yeah, your house. Or you could make your beds now and put it in and let it sit for a few weeks to a month or two until the end of September. Yeah. I think that would be the better option to save. Because... Um, Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's that time. Planting season is done, yeah. 
Well, we watch with interest. I think um, 2018 could prove to be the... Um, the uh, part <laughs> of the craft cannabis Yeah, but I, I think there will be more cannabis grown in people's backyards this season than the ever before, yes. given the Western Cape oh, High Court. Well, yeah. Builders Warehouse is going to have to open a weed Judge section. Davis's <laughs> words started something, I can tell you that. A lot of people are... Mm -hmm taking his words very, very, very seriously and they want to grow. So All the, the, cop, the cops are as well. You know, it's still on that note, we're still trying to get to the bottom of the story as to what he actually really, really meant about everything. Because a lot of it, people would seem, it seems to us, well, as a layman looking through the judgment, that the cops should have stopped what they were doing till it all gets figured out. But the cops read it a completely different way. So we've had some people looking at it for a while and they haven't given us an answer yet. But Jeremy goes back on the 7th of November. That's when the, yes. the application yes. is. The so, appeal. The, I mean, the appeal. So he has to have a reply, I guess. They, they've put in an appeal that says this, and now he's going to have to put in a reply but, to that, and the judge is going to have to... What I heard, Jules, was that um, Jeremy is planning to appeal it anyway himself because he doesn't think. Well, he, it goes he can't far now. He can't now. He's got to reply to this appeal to see what happens with this appeal before he starts messing with it. it got, that's just uh, anyway. That, that's, mm. it, it, and it'll be nice if you could take his win. You know, credit where it's due. Jeremy's earned this. Russ Prince, they've earned this, they've earned this hard, hard this they've worked they've hard, they've hustled, also they've, very hard. they always felt like the wild card, but it would be great if Jeremy could take his win and move forward, mm. but well, he's got, an, he's got an upcoming election to be concerned with, so hopefully he can get his act together and get the Dhaka party on the balance. Yeah, he needs to um, sell the concept to somebody with a whole bunch of money. He's yeah. a hustle. And we know all about that, mm -hmm. so good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has um, been um, quite spontaneous. Yeah, I hope the audio hour. is on. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Yeah, it's an hour. No, it's more. It's an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Good start. 115, it's 115 grams in the hot box, dude. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. So guys, I think this is the bit where if you've got any like Instagram or accounts or events or anything you want to promote or just remind us about, take the chance now. Where can we hear more about you or just... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The hot box is going to be quite a weird thing to get hold of. I suppose we're going to have to leave... You can leave some messages for all of us under, in YouTube. Huh? Huh? Um, or you can go follow our sites. The um, couple Fields of Green, The Heiko. Mm. Alex is pretty big on Facebook. Eh? Yeah, well, uh, the Dacha Union of South Africa, if you haven't joined that group on Facebook yet, we've got a page too and a Twitter account. Please check in there. And as this materializes, we'll get an SMS strap line in and we'll get a, we're going to get an engineer and stuff and we're going to play this back to see how cack it all sounds and then we'll tweak it and we'll see you, um, I don't know, either in a week or two weeks. Yeah. It might not even be on a Sunday yet. We've just got a gap because we don't have to go to court tomorrow. It's going to be weird. For the first time in seven years, I'm talking about the trial of the plant in the past tense. It's very, very strange. Mm, I'm yeah. sure it is. It's been very real. Complete but time change. <laughs> yeah, it's, times are changing. I think we're going to be that generation who gets to say, remember when weed was illegal? 
You know, like those old yeah. places in the movies. Yeah. Won't that be yeah. great? Right? <laughs> On the porch. <laughs> With our moon rocks. <laughs> and our dad rings. <laughs> the kids will bring them to us if they kids. Guys, so uh, yeah, tell us what you want us to talk about. You know, tell us what Send you us want us questions. to do. Please, you know, we do this for you. We always have yay or nay. Do you have your cells? Like the video. Style? Like the yeah, yeah, like the video. Like the video. Subscribe. Subscribe. Share. <laughs> it looks pretty good though from here, doesn't it? It's okay. We are we are a good looking bunch of guys, yeah. Yeah. Maybe too much testosterone. <laughs> <laughs>